Section 27 of Common Sense in the Household. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tracy Butterick. Common Sense in the Household, a Manual of Practical Housewifery by Marion Harland. Vegetables, onions, etc. Boiled onions. Cut off tops and tails and skin them. Lay in cold water half an hour, then put into a saucepan with enough boiling water to cover them. Cook 15 minutes and drain off the water, recovering them with more from the boiling tea kettle. Boil until a straw will pierce them. Drain and put into a dish with pepper, salt, and plenty of butter. Send around drawn butter with them. Never cook onions in an iron pot. Stewed onions. Young onions should always be cooked in this way. Top, tail, and skin them. Lay them in cold water half an hour or more. Then put into a saucepan with hot water enough to cover them. When half done, throw off all the water except a small teacupful less if your mess be small add a like quantity of milk a great spoonful of butter with pepper and salt to taste stew gently until tender and turn into a deep dish if the onions are strong and large boil in three waters throwing away all of the first and second and reserving a very little of the third to mix with the milk it ought to be more generally known that the disagreeable odor left by any of the onion family upon the breath may be removed by chewing and swallowing a few grains of roasted coffee no more nutritious vegetable ever finds its way to our tables and it is greatly to be regretted that the unpleasant result just named should deter so many from eating it it is especially beneficial to brain workers and nervous invalids, the very people who are least likely to taste it. Baked Onions The large Spanish or Bermuda onions are the only kinds which are usually baked. Wash clean, but do not remove the skins. Boil an hour. The water should be boiling when they are put in, and slightly salted. Change it twice during this time, always replenishing with more boiling hot. Turn off the water, take the onion out, and lay upon a cloth, that all the moisture may be absorbed or evaporated. Roll each in a round piece of buttered tissue paper, twisting it at the top to keep it closed, and bake in a slow oven nearly an hour. When tender all through, peel them put them into a deep dish and brown slightly basting with butter freely this will take perhaps a quarter of an hour more serve in a vegetable dish and pour the melted butter over them when you have sprinkled with pepper and salt stuffed onions wash and skin very large bermuda onions lay in cold water an hour parboil in boiling water half an hour drain and while hot extract the hearts taking care not to break the outer layers chop the inside thus obtained very fine with a little cold fat pork or bacon add bread crumbs pepper salt mace and wet with a spoonful or two of cream 
bind with a well-beaten egg and work into a smooth paste stuff the onions with this put into a dripping pan with a very little hot water and simmer in the oven for an hour basting often with melted butter when done take the onions up carefully and arrange the open ends uppermost in a vegetable dish add to the gravy in the dripping pan of the juice of half a lemon four tablespoons full of cream or milk and a little browned flour wet with cold milk boil up once and pour over the onions stewed tomatoes loosen the skins by pouring scalding water upon them peel and cut them up extracting the cores or hard parts of the stem end and removing all unripe portions stew in a saucepan tin or porcelain half an hour when add salt and pepper to taste a teaspoonful of white sugar and a tablespoonful of butter stew gently fifteen minutes longer and serve some cooks thicken the tomatoes with a little grated bread a minced onion a small one improves the flavor another pleasant variety is to put a quarter as much green corn as you have tomatoes into the saucepan when it is first set on the fire and stew gently stuffed baked tomatoes choose large smooth tomatoes and cut a thin slice from the blossom end of each laying it aside for further use scoop out the inside and chop fine with a little grated bread some green corn salt pepper a teaspoonful white sugar and a tablespoonful butter mix well and stuff the hollowed tomatoes fit the tops on neatly place in circular rows in a deep dish and bake three-quarters of an hour to a light brown fill the interstices with the force meat if you have any left before you bake do not peel them scalloped tomatoes peel and cut in slices a quarter of an inch thick pack in a pudding dish in alternate layers with a force meat made of bread crumbs butter salt pepper and a little white sugar spread thickly upon each stratum of tomatoes and when the dish is nearly full put tomatoes uppermost a good bit of butter on each slice dust with pepper and a little sugar strew with dry bread crumbs and bake covered half an hour remove the lid and bake brown scallop of tomatoes and green corn this is made as above substituting for the bread crumbs in the force meat green corn cut from the cob and seasoning with some fat pork chopped very fine a minced shallot pepper salt and sugar let the top layer be tomatoes butter and season and sift grated bread crumbs over it to brown the scallop bake covered half an hour uncover and leave in the oven as much longer this time is for a larger dishful broiled tomatoes select large firm ones and do not peel slice half an inch thick and broil upon an oyster gridiron a few minutes will suffice to cook them have ready in a cup some hot butter seasoned with pepper salt 
and a little sugar and half a teaspoonful of made mustard as soon as the tomatoes are done dip each piece in this mixture and lay upon a hot chafing dish when all are dished heat what remains of the seasoning to a boil pour upon them and serve at once broiled tomatoes are much liked by those who have eaten them cooked in this manner baked tomatoes plain peel and slice a quarter of an inch thick pack in a pudding dish seasoning each layer with salt pepper butter and a very little white sugar bake covered half an hour remove the lid and brown for fifteen minutes five minutes before taking from the oven pour over the top three or four tablespoonsful of cream whipped up for a few minutes with melted butter raw tomatoes do not loosen the skins with scalding water it impairs the flavor and destroys the crispness pare with a keen knife slice and lay in a glass dish season with pepper salt and vinegar stirring a piece of ice rapidly around in the dressing before pouring it over the tomatoes and setting the dish in the refrigerator until wanted there is no salad excepting perhaps lettuce and cucumbers that is more improved by the use of ice than tomatoes raw cucumbers pare neatly from end to end and lay in ice water one hour wipe them and slice thin season with pepper salt and vinegar and oil if you wish laying some bits of ice among them with thin slices of onion cucumbers should be gathered while the dew is on them and eaten the same day leave them in a cool place until you are ready to pare them fried cucumbers pare and lay in ice water half an hour cut lengthwise into slices nearly half an inch thick and lay in ice water ten minutes longer wipe each piece dry with a soft cloth sprinkle with pepper and salt and dredge with flour fry to a delicate brown in sweet clarified dripping nice lard or butter many declare that cucumbers are never fit to eat unless fried and they are assuredly far more wholesome than when served raw stewed cucumbers pare lay in ice water an hour then slice a quarter of an inch thick pick out the seeds with a penknife and put into a saucepan with enough boiling water to cover them stew fifteen minutes and drain off the water add enough from the boiling tea kettle to keep them from burning season with salt and pepper and stir carefully in a tablespoonful of butter or two should the quantity of the cucumber be large stew gently ten minutes and add half a cupful of rich milk thicken with a little flour boil up and serve in a deep dish squeezing some lemon juice in at the last this is a popular english dish although it seems a strange one to american ideas boiled green corn choose young sugar corn full grown but not hard test with the nail when the grain is pierced the milk should escape in a jet and not be thick clean by stripping off the outer leaves turn back the innermost covering carefully pick off every thread of silk and recover the ear with the thin husk that grew nearest it tie at the top with a bit of thread 
put into boiling water salted and cook fast from twenty minutes to half an hour in proportion to size and age cut off the stalks close to the cob and send whole to the table wrapped in a napkin or you can cut from the cob while hot and season with butter pepper and salt send to the table in a vegetable dish corn and tomatoes take equal quantities of green corn cut from the cob and tomatoes sliced and peeled stew together half an hour season with pepper salt and a very little sugar stew fifteen minutes longer and stir in a great lump of butter five minutes later pour out and serve succotash this is made of green corn and lima beans although you can substitute for the latter string or butter beans have a third more corn than beans when the former has been cut from the cob and the beans shelled put into boiling water enough to cover them no more and stew gently together until tender perhaps half an hour stirring now and then pour off nearly all the water and add a large cupful of milk stew in this watching to prevent burning for an hour then stir in a great lump of butter a teaspoonful of flour wet with cold milk pepper and salt to taste boil up once and pour into a deep vegetable dish if you use string beans string and cut up into half inch lengths before cooking green corn pudding one quart milk five eggs two tablespoonfuls melted butter one tablespoonful white sugar one dozen ears of corn large ones grate the corn from the cob beat the whites and yolks of the eggs separately put the corn and yolks together stir hard and add the butter then the milk gradually beating all the while next the sugar and a little salt lastly the whites bake slowly at first covering the dish for an hour remove the cover and brown finely this is a most delicious accompaniment to a meat course when properly mixed and baked warm up what is left from dinner for breakfast by moistening it with a little warm milk and stirring in a saucepan until smoking hot you can make this pudding from canned corn in winter chopping the corn fine green corn fritters or cakes grate the corn and allow an egg and a half for every cupful with a tablespoonful of milk or cream beat the eggs well add the corn by degrees beating very hard salt to taste put a tablespoonful of melted butter to every pint of corn stir in the milk and thicken with just enough flour to hold them together say a tablespoonful for every two eggs you may fry in hot lard as you would fritters but a better plan is to cook upon a griddle like batter cakes test a little first to see that it is of the right consistency eaten at dinner or breakfast these always meet with a cordial welcome stewed green corn cut from the cob and stew fifteen minutes in boiling water turn off most of this cover with cold milk and stew until very tender adding before you take it up a large lump of butter cut into bits and rolled in flour season with pepper and salt to taste boil five minutes and serve
cold corn left from dinner should be cut from the cob and stewed a few minutes in a little milk adding seasoning as above or you can mix it with chopped cold potatoes irish or sweet heat a piece of butter or beef dripping in a fry pan and stir in the mixture until smoking hot never throw away a good ear of sweet corn roasted green corn turn back the husks upon the stalk pick off the silk recover with the husks as closely as possible and roast in the hot ashes of a wood fire eat with butter salt and pepper out of doors in the forest or on the beach salsify or oyster plant stewed scrape the roots dropping each into cold water as soon as it is cleaned exposure to the air blackens them cut in pieces an inch long put into a saucepan with hot water enough to cover them and stew until tender turn off nearly all the water and add a cupful of cold milk stew ten minutes after this begins to boil put in a great lump of butter cut into bits and rolled in flour pepper and salt to taste boil up once and serve the taste is curiously like that of stewed oysters fried salsify or mock oysters scrape the roots thoroughly and lay in cold water ten or fifteen minutes boil whole until tender drain and when cold mash with a wooden spoon to a smooth paste picking out all of the fibers moisten with a little milk add a tablespoonful of butter and an egg and a half for every cupful of salsify beat the eggs light make into round cakes dredge with flour and fry brown fried eggplant slice the eggplant at least half an inch thick pare each piece carefully and lay in salt and water putting a plate upon the topmost to keep it under the brine and let them alone for an hour or more wipe each slice dip in beaten egg then in cracker crumbs and fry in hot lard until well done and nicely browned stuffed eggplant parboil for ten minutes slit each down the side and extract the seeds prop open the cut with a bit of clean wood or china and lay in cold salt and water while you prepare the forcemeat make this of bread crumbs minute bits of fat pork salt pepper nutmeg parsley and a very little onion chopped up together moisten with cream and bind with a beaten egg fill the cavity in the eggplant with this wind soft pack thread about them to keep the slit shut and bake putting a little water in the dripping pan. Baste with butter and water when they begin to cook. Test with a straw when they are tender and baste twice at the last with butter. Lay the eggplants in a dish, add two or three tablespoons of cream to the gravy, thicken with a little flour. Put in a teaspoonful of chopped parsley. Boil up once and pour over the vegetable. Boiled Carrots wash and scrape well and lay in cold water half an hour if large split them or cut across in two or three pieces put into boiling water slightly salted and boil until tender large ones will require nearly an hour and a half to cook 
young carrots should only be washed before they are boiled and the skin be rubbed off with a cloth afterward butter well and serve hot stewed carrots scrape and lay in cold water half an hour or more boil three quarters of an hour drain and cut into round slices a quarter of an inch thick put on in a saucepan with a teacupful of broth veal or beef or mutton pepper and salt to taste and stew gently half an hour just before they are done add four tablespoonsful cream or milk and a good lump of butter cut into bits and rolled in flour boil up and serve if you have not the broth use water and put in a tablespoonful of butter when the saucepan is set on the fire in addition to the quantity i have specified another way scrape and boil until nearly done cut into small squares and put into a saucepan with two small onions minced a little chopped parsley pepper and salt to taste and half a cup of rather thin drawn butter they will require half an hour's simmering serve hot mashed carrots wash scrape and lay in cold water a while boil very tender in hot water slightly salted drain and mash with a beetle or wooden spoon working in a large spoonful of butter with pepper and salt a little cream will improve them mound as you would mashed potatoes and stamp a figure upon them or mark in squares with a knife end of section twenty seven recording by tracy butterick